To the world, you may be just one person, but to one person, you may be the world. I came across this quote recently, and I immediately thought of you and all the educators in Green Hills AEA schools and classrooms. You are the world to your family, and as an educator, you are the world to children who wait for, with joy and anticipation for you to greet them, for you to see them at school, and for you to let them know you care about them. February 17th, we'll launch our second annual Energage survey for staff. We really place a high value on listening and taking actions based on the data we receive from your input, especially on this survey. Last year, we had a 96% response rate. Let's match or exceed that rate this year. Your response is critical to our growth and success as an agency for our children and for our schools. In the last issue of The Voice, our performance coaches included a link to a Google form that asked for your preference on shifting and reconfiguring our agency WIG teams. After listening to your input and ideas, we are responding by changing up some WIG teams to ensure greater impact that contributes to the attainment of our agency WIG. More information about WIG changes are included in this issue of The Voice. If you have questions, raise them at your next WIG team meetings. Treasure each day. February will come and go before we know it, and each day counts, because to at least one child, you are the world. Our 40X Summit on January 10th provided the opportunity to share several celebrations and identify ways to increase our impact and achieve our agency WIG. These realizations would not have been possible without the hard work of our WIG teams this year. A consensus workshop at the summit led to four recommendations on how to move forward with 40X in our agency. These recommendations were shared in the last issue of The Voice. One recommendation was the immediate restructuring of teams for greater collective impact. We want to thank you for sharing your input on WIG team makeup in our survey. This data was used to best realign membership based on staff's first preference. Some team membership remained the same. Other teams are discipline alike. There are teams are organized by schools served, and some teams are based on region. All staff will stay with their current team until the week of February 24th. Tomorrow, you will receive an email from your team's performance coach with information about your first meeting. This will be a time to establish a recurring meeting time, select a team lead, and discuss scoreboards. Another recommendation from the 40X Summit was to ensure greater fidelity to the process. We have added the role of a leadership coach to each team to help remove barriers and serve as a content expert. The leadership coach will not attend every WIG meeting, but is always available for assistance. This is not to be confused with the role of a performance coach, which will be a continued support for all of our teams and will remain as your primary contact. Thank you again for your continued support in implementing the four disciplines of execution in Green Health AEA. The Iowa Department of Education and Florida State University have partnered over the past seven years to offer professional learning to early access staff statewide. The focus of this work has been on caregiver coaching so the parent can be the child's best teacher and on embedding learning opportunities within a family's daily routines and activities. Additionally, they are training staff from each AEA as internal coaches so the work of supporting practitioners can carry on after the FSU grant with Iowa is over. 
As a part of this work, videos of providers working with and coaching families have been created to showcase the different components of a home visit coaching session, often referred to as the super process, which means setting the stage, observation and opportunity to practice, problem solving and planning, and reflection and review. I'm happy to report that in October, staff from FSU, Julianne Woods, who's recently retired from Florida State, and Larry Eidelman from Colorado, Colorado State University came to GHAEA to shoot videos of Susie Wrench and Jenny Sensions on home visits. They also took time to interview Susie, Jenny, and Angie about our work with caregiver coaching and our process of weekly teaming. We've been able to see some draft videos and await the final videos to be released for everyone to be able to see and use across the state. One video, entitled A Family's Guide to Early Access, has been created to share with families when their child has been referred. The video helps the family understand what early access is all about. You can watch this video by clicking the link in the voice. As soon as the other videos are released, we will share them with you through the voice. We are excited to share our work with others across the state. Hello, this is Devin Herrick with your communications update. February 17th marks the launch of our 2020 Intergage survey. This survey helps us get a bigger picture of how employees feel working at Green Hills AEA. We ask that you take advantage of this opportunity by sharing your thoughts before the survey closes on February 28th. Our goal is to get a true sense of the culture and climate in our agency, and that really cannot be done if staff do not have a safe place to share their thoughts, feelings, and experiences. That's one of the reasons we decided to work with Energage last year. This survey has several pieces in place to ensure your survey responses are confidential. For example, we do not have access to look at individual responses. We can sort data by demographics, such as office, job type, tenure, classified, certified, administration, etc. However, we can't layer these demographics. So while we can look at speech-language pathologists or staff in the Red Oak office, we cannot look at specifically speech-language pathologists within the Red Oak office. Additionally, your responses will only be shared if there are at least five survey takers in your demographic. There's also an opportunity for written comments on the last page of the survey. Please know that we do receive this data, so please avoid writing anything that may identify you as an individual. This is all done in an effort to ensure employee confidentiality. Later this spring, administrators will share the results with staff in their office. The data is used to set goals for the next year and identify areas to celebrate and grow. Please note, if you don't receive the survey email within the next week, then please check your spam or junk email for a message to come from Energage Survey. To open the survey invitation, you may first need to mark the email as not spam. If you accidentally delete the survey email, you will receive a reminder email a few days later that will, that will allow you to take the survey. Please do not forward the survey to a colleague as each email has a unique code to prevent multiple responses from a single person. There are a few terms used in the survey that I want to clarify. When it says chief administrator, it is referring to Dr. Haas. When it says administrators, it is referring to the executive directors, directors, and field directors. And whenever it says supervisor, it is referring to the person who directly supervises you. We have received several requests for guidance on how to communicate with teachers, AEA staff, parents, and community members using various platforms such as Google Sites, 
newsletters, social media, and email. First, we want you to know that we are so happy to hear that so many of you are actively seeking ways to reach out and tell others about the great things going on in our agency. Secondly, we want to share that we have been collecting data in an effort to work on developing a communications protocol that will offer more guidance on best practices and world-class communication in our agency. Stay tuned for more to come on this development later this spring. The Green Hills AEA Apparel Shop is open once again from now until March 31st, so make sure to take a peek at this online store to get all of your favorite Green Hills AEA Apparel before the end of the school year. Hello. Linda Spencer and I would like to say a big thank you to the Green Hills Media Department team for allowing us to participate in a work-along recently. Linda and I enjoyed getting to know our team members more, as well as some of what they do to serve and support our schools on a daily basis. Specifically, we learned how to check in and check out materials, about our van delivery system, and how the team stays organized and works together to fill orders, among other important things. We also made time to share a short lunch together. It was truly a memorable morning that confirmed we all benefit from working with world-class people. Here are the updates from Catherine and Lori in HR for the February 12th Voice. Do you want to find out if your mandatory trainings have expired? It is very simple to sign up for email alerts from AEA Learning Online to get notified when your trainings are about to expire. Just visit the PDF version of this voice to get step-by-step -step instructions. All current and upcoming job openings are posted on our main AEA webpage under the Join AEA tab. Anyone wanting to apply for a different position will need to do an internal application through Teach Iowa by following the red Apply button. Transfers to a different zone within the same job position can still be requested with a reply to the internal transfer notice. Please contact HR with any questions you may have about our op openings or transfer process. Did you know certified staff are able to check on your Board of Educational Examiner's license expiration date by visiting the BOEE website? Just scroll down the main page to search for a license where you can input your information and check on the expiration date. A link to the BOEE quarterly newsletter and monthly updates can also be found on that main page. The Frequently Asked Questions is also a good resource for questions about general license and license renewal requirements. Let HR know if you have any questions or need help with the license renewal process. And finally, the AA Board Insurance Committee has been very active this year, working with ICEBA, our insurance administrator. They know insurance is a valued benefit of our employees and are working hard at maintaining our current coverage while being faced with ever-increasing premium costs. One solution proposed by ACEBA is partial self-funding, which is a plan designed to save money with minimal changes for employees. Across the state, over half the schools in the ICEBA pool have already made the switch to partial self-funding. The self-funding plan is being shared and explained to staff at all the winter staff chats. 
The board will be deciding at their February or March meeting if they will be making any changes to our current insurance plans. Should you have any questions about how the par partial self-funding works, please send them to HR and we will do our best to get you a quick answer. That's all for this week. Have a great February, everyone. Hello all, this is Chris in the business office. I cannot believe that we are already talking about the end of the school year. With that in mind, be on the lookout in mid-March for an email request to check your fixed asset inventory. We value your time and hope that moving this up a month will ease your end of year workload. Thank you for all you do. And until next time, make it a great day. This week, I'm going to share with you some information uh, about specially designed instruction. A student who has been identified as being eligible for special education is entitled to receive specially designed instruction, also known as SDI, as a result of that entitlement. According to the Iowa Administrative Rules of Special Education, specially designed instruction means adapting as appropriate to the needs of an eligible child the content, methodology, or delivery of instruction to address the unique needs of the child that result from the child's disability and to ensure access to the child to the general curriculum so that the child can meet the educational standards within the jurisdiction of the public agency that apply to all children. As can be seen in the second part of that definition, SDI is to help ensure the child has access to the general curriculum so they can meet their school district standards. An underlying principle of the Iowa Administrative Rules of Special Education and of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, the federal act upon which Iowa's rules are based, is that students who are receiving special education services are general education students first. Once identified, they don't become special education students only. They remain general education students who are also receiving specially designed instruction to meet their needs. Over the past few years, a number of special education and literacy leaders in the state developed what is now known as the Iowa SDI framework, which includes diagnose, design, deliver, and indicators that support engagement for learning. This framework identifies a consensus view of what is meant by specially designed instruction. As articulated by the developers of the framework, quality SDI must occur within a system that possesses high-quality universal instruction and high-quality intervention systems. All instruction is based on standards such as the Iowa Core Standards and Iowa's Early Learning Standards. The diagnosis of a student's needs, the design of their SDI, and the delivery of that SDI all require and flow from those standards. Finally, to ensure high-quality SDI, there must be specific and high-quality assessment information for the student. Some of the best assessment information can be obtained through problem-solving approaches that rely on measures with the closest ties to Iowa standards and to what is occurring in the classroom. One difficulty we see occurring is coming to an understanding that SDI is something that doesn't occur in a special education classroom only. SDI is about the adaptation of content, methodology, and instruction to meet a learner's unique needs. Additionally, as stated above, students in special education are general education students first. 
As a result, SDI should be occurring for the student in whatever class they require adaptation to meet their needs. This is what has come to be referred to as SDI through the tiers. And that's T-I-E-R-S, not T-E-A-R-S. More specifically, SDI occurs for an identified student at the Universal Targeted and Intensive Levels of Instruction. The graphic shown below depicts what this might look like. This graphic is reproduced from the Iowa SDI Framework Monograph. In the graphic, green represents universal instruction, and that's the bottom or the foundation of the pyramid. Yellow represents targeted, or the middle part of instruction, and red represents instruction, or the top of the pyramid. For a student receiving special education, we should be able to see evidence of SDI at all levels for which there is a need for adaptation. For example, the student has an identified need in literacy. We should be able to observe SDI at not only the intensive level, but at the universal level as well, when they are engaged in literacy-related tasks. Remember, students identified as being entitled to special education services are general education students first, and they are entitled to SDI. Determining what an individual's SDI needs requires quality assessment data based on Iowa standards and drawn from artifacts close to the instruction occurring in the classroom. SDI is not something that occurs in an isolated special education classroom. SDI is something that occurs across the tiers of instruction. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, this is Michelle Catterson in the Professional Learning Department. In the past several months, 14 teams completed a Professional Learning Action Plan to help bring to light the amazing work we are all doing and to determine if even more could be done to support our own learning as well as the needs of districts we serve. Once those plans were completed, members of the professional learning team met with leads and other team members to further develop an understanding of why these plans are a necessary part of gaining an agency-wide overview of the opportunities we currently provide and determine if more support is needed. The synthesis of all these action plans can be found in the current issue of The Voice. Thank you so much to all of the leads and team members for participating in this process. We will be following up soon with an implementation survey and conclude with um, a second survey in May. We look forward to seeing how you are progressing. Hi, this is Stephanie Judge representing the field directors this month. Uh, we wanted to let you know that the Principal Leadership Academy is underway with our agency principals. Field directors spent the day on the 6th with our building principal partners, planning the scope and sequence of the Leadership Academy with Insight Education Group consultant Kim Day. Our team prioritized sessions for principal development, including data analysis, instructional vision, culture and climate, instructional feedback, and strategic planning. Embedded within the Academy will be alignment to the new PSEL standards, which you can read more about their development here, and problems of instructional practice to be addressed in each of the 10 sessions our principals will attend. The team has planned several days this summer to reconvene and start learning the content. We will begin messaging shortly to recruit for our first cohort.